Girl Love. Hi guys, I'm Malika and I'm Malise and, and we're, we're twins. <laughs> we want to welcome you guys to our world where we'll talk about hair, fashion, wellness, love, money, and the freaking metaverse. Ugh. And anything in between. We've been thinking about doing this for a while now and we're just really excited to be here with you. Hi, Malika. Hi, Malise. How are you today? <laughs> I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm doing good, girl. Doing yeah, good. I, I hope everybody else is doing well. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to Girl Love. <laughs> Every time going... we say it, I laugh. It's so cute. <laughs> I think we just going to say it at the same time and the same intonation and all of that. We it. didn't? I thought it was. No? No, I don't know. We're working on it. (laughs) So, guys, what are we talking about today? Um, We are talking about being the best somebody ever had. Can I take it to the streets? Yes. Because we motherfucking tired. Okay. <laughs> we tired. Tired of being the best a nigga I ever had. Okay. And we're not, we're not bitter. No. No. We're no, not no. angry. Mm-mm. No. No, no. We're just tired. We just tired, girl. Can I get an amen from the congregation? Amen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, though. Girl. Girl. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm. I'm I'm experiencing dating burnout, I think. Ooh, that's a good one. Dating burnout. I like that. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Because I've been dating, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when when things don't work out or yeah, when things don't work out or things enter into a new phase or they or they end, the sentiment is consistent that I'm the best that they've ever had. In terms of experience. Why do you think that is? Because that's important to know so that we can figure out the result. Why do you think you're the best they ever had? Um, I, think, I know I, I have my feelings as to why, but why do you think so? Um, I think because I allow people to be themselves. Oh, that's nice. Because I'm myself. Um, and so I enter into... Um, relationships being um open and honest and I really feel like I'm just open and honest and I'm very aware of who I am and so I think that gives people license to be who they are Hmm. and I'm fun I'm fun as hell like I'm fun um and I think I just make I may make someone who I'm dating feel good in a lot okay. of ways. I think I make them feel good. And so um I'm yeah, I think that's why. I I, I think all of those things are really nice. I don't mm-hmm. think that's why though. <laughs> hey, what what do you think, child? I think that you come from a God love energy. That's okay. what I think. And so I think that you are more spiritually connected than a lot of people, like subconsciously. I think that you carry that energy. I think that because you are a healer they feel that and I think that that is why you give them the experience that you do and I think that it is more a spiritual experience Mm -hmm. than anything and I think that 
a lot of people just haven't really nurtured their spiritual journey. And so because you are who you self, you, because you are yourself and that is a large part of who you are, mm-hmm. it ends up bringing a different energy that they may not be used to. Yeah. And so I think that's why you're the best. I think you're the best experience for some of the people that you dated because of your presence in your relationship with your higher power. That's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I, 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 and I not that agree. they don't have their that they don't have their own relationship with a higher power. But mm-hmm. I just think that when you are grounded in your belief system, whatever that is, um, it you know it when you're grounded in that, you operate from that, and so it can tend to give people a different experience. That's what I think. I would I would agree with that. Listening to you, I would agree with that because it's like I've had someone even use that terminology. You said um, a spiritual experience, and that is how they experience our relationship, if you want to call it a whole relationship. I believe that any level of relationship is a relationship. So friendship is relationship. Family is relationship. When you're dating someone, it's a relationship. It may not be an exclusive relationship, relationship. Yeah. But it is a relationship. So I've had that someone describe it just like that. Like dating you was felt like a spiritual experience. And that seems to be the sentiment. And I'm just like, okay, what do I do with that? <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think it's one of those things where it's like hard being a leader. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think that I just think that's it. And I think that sometimes we I mean it's okay to be tired, right? Yeah. But I just think that we have to hold ourselves accountable, like myself included, you know, like, okay, well, why did I choose experience with that person? What did, was I honoring myself in that situation? Like, did they even deserve my presence? Because if not, then that's one less experience I got to retire from. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think part of it, too, is which is which is kind of like a contradiction because it's like, well, I am dating and I do want to be dating and I do want, you know, I want my person to find me. That's another thing about like going back to a couple episodes when we um, talked briefly about being in our feminine energy because I'm such a masculine, like dominant energy innately. Mm-hmm. Like even changing the verbiage, like I'm not trying to find my man. I want my man to find me. Yeah. You know, and then maybe I won't be tired because he is looking for me. If he's in my space, he is recognizing me and, and understands that he wants me, not so much me going combing through the globe looking for my person. I'm not no man that's supposed to be a hunter. Yeah. Girl, this is a whole different topic though. Cause you have <laughs> cause you have but women. I'm tying that to being, but I'm just tying that yeah. to the to the feeling of being tired. You know what yeah. I mean? Because even somebody like you, like you don't have no shortage of men. Like y'all, 
<laughs> Yo, shut up, Malika. On a Malika. whole other level, my nigga. Like, Malika. listen, listen, Linda. Okay? <laughs> He's like, yo, I swear to God, I ain't never seen her. And my mother, clearly, I don't have that gene. Whatever the hell it is they have, skipped over me. Okay. And we were in the womb at the same time. Maybe she drank more of the amniotic fluid. I don't know what <laughs> happened. But whatever the case, okay, Malise don't have no shortage of men. Like, n- never in our life, though. Like, niggas love her like it's like and when i say nigga i mean as in the male species i don't think it's not a race thing it's like men love this lady right so it's like you don't have a shortage of men but maybe it's that in different times you me other women Mm-hmm. Maybe we didn't honor ourselves and we gave people space that they didn't deserve. And so that just ties into our tiredness because, again, like, if we didn't do that, then that would have just been one less person we had to freaking, like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I, and I always say, I don't attract trash men. Right? No, you don't. I give that, it to you. Yeah. That's the other thing. It ain't a shortage of trash. Like, it Y'all, it's not a shortage of men, and they ain't trash. I be like, what is happening right now? Yeah, <laughs> like I don't attract trash men. No, you don't. It's just, it's just that I, I guess I just haven't been swept off my feet yet. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Okay, that's like fair. every relationship requires work to some degree, even when you're just yes. dating. Like yes. as a single mother, going on a date with a man means that you have to do some sort of preparation so that's work you know and so I just I mean I just want to be swept off my feet like I just want somebody to be like oh my god you're so amazing I'm so in love and I want to feel like they're in love like I want to know through their actions that they are madly in love with me like don't just say it because that's been said plenty of times I want to feel that somebody is madly in love with me. And I don't know if it's because we're getting close to Valentine's Day and I'm... (laughs) Oh, okay. I don't know, but I'm just like, child, like, listen, I'm I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out on dating. I'm burnt Mm -hmm. out on dating. Um, Yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Oh, but I was going to say that although... Do attract men all the time. I just feel like I want someone who is as, if not more, spiritually grounded than I am. And the only way, though, to 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 get your person, like I don't, I guess I'm being conscious about the words I'm choosing because I don't want to say the only way to find your person because I don't want to be the hunter. You know, I do want a man to want me or to recognize me and say, hey, that's someone who I would like to go out with or someone who I would like to talk to. Um, and so I just feel like I I don't attract. I don't know if I'm attracting what I would really like. I'll say that. I don't know if I'm attracting what I would really like. And so I guess that's the part of it that makes me tired. But then another part of me is like, okay, but how will you get to the your person if you don't date, if you don't give people a chance? Well, maybe um, it is 
maybe putting it into the world. So maybe like now that we're having this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe writing down the things that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't already, I don't know if you have, but maybe writing down the things that you're looking for and putting that into the universe so that that is attracted to you. Because you definitely are um, a magnet. Yeah. You know, like that's very clear. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. And and maybe just honestly, just if you know that they're not spiritually grounded, which you can t- kind of tell within the first couple conversations. Yeah. Then you just be like, no, that's not my person because he's not even leading with what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's true. You know, and, and you just go that way. Like, yeah. just being honest about what you want and holding yourself accountable for what you want and not being scared of saying no, because if you say no, then maybe it'll open the door for who is like minded like you. I think, yeah. like, listening to you, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like that's a thing. Yeah, you know, and I, I also think that part of it is that, and this go, this goes for both of us. I feel like when you are of a healing energy, mm-hmm. like we come from a long line of healers. Like, yes, you look at Mama, you know, and we hear the stories about Grand Birdie, which was our great grandmother. Like, and we come from a long line of women who take care of people mm-hmm. whether that's family whether that's friends they are always there for people they are heavily spiritually grounded people you look at our mother and how many people she's helped in her life and just mm-hmm. all of these different things mm-hmm. and I think that when you are of that frequency mm-hmm. that's where it gets tricky because because you're a healer, you're going to attract people that need that healing. Yes. And so because, because you're giving the energy out, you can become depleted. Yes. And so I think that that's where the saying no in the very beginning yeah. would help not just you, me, and anyone else that is that is the same. Yeah. I would agree so, with that. I think that that's another thing. Like, we have to also understand that we are not regular. Like, mm-hmm. people that are healers innately, like, people that are spiritually grounded, and you're not having the regular human experience. You're just not. And that's not to say that anyone else who isn't like that is not as equally important and or special because everybody is bringing something to this collective world experience you know what Mm -hmm. I mean yeah but it does mean you're going to attract a certain type of person yeah you know yeah I feel like I definitely attract I attract the type of person who is I attract seekers I feel yeah and I think that that's why also you also attract people seek you you attract men with money because they are seekers how Mm -hmm. look at how we just put that together like that girl (laughs) that's crazy Oh, that's so funny because oh they like, all got money, y'all. I be oh like, my god, I hope, none of, I hope nobody who I'm dating is listening. <laughs> to 
I was gonna say you ain't gonna have no hoes by the time this done. Okay, <laughs> girl, I ain't gonna have no hoes. No hoes. You gonna be done, girl. Be done, like, girl. On an app, girl. Girl, what did that uh, fake page say? Uh, oh my gosh, y'all. Malise went in. T- y'all, they said Malise, no you can't know, keep first a man. Of all. A, fake, <laughs> a fake page uh, messaged me. And one of the mean things they said was, no wonder you can't keep a man. And for half a second, I actually thought about that and was like, damn, it's obvious that, like, I can't keep a man. And then I was and then I had to think, well, that's not true. Um, You be having many men. That's the part (laughs) I don't understand. Like, (laughs) you can't keep a man doesn't work when you always have a man. (laughs) It oh only God. works when you got broken up with or you broke up with somebody and then you don't have anybody else that comes into your life. That's when the saying, you can't keep a man, works. Yeah. But when you always have a man, when you oh always God. have options. I'm not going to say I always have a man. You always have options. I'm, there I are always people options. seeking you. I'm not saying that you are, that you, are you know, interacting <laughs> with them. Yeah, but no, let's I be do. very clear. You ain't got the Twitter, your thumbs. Yeah, I don't, and I do have, um, I do have choices. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I did internalize that for like two seconds. But and there's that some good. women that want that. Like, I want that. I just want to have choices. <sighs> Listen, I don't want to have choices. Uh, you want to have good choices. I want to have good choices. Well, yeah, I wasn't even have thinking choices. of it in a negative way at all. Like, okay. Oh, well, just, yeah. And they, yeah, like, choices. I want to have good choices. You do want to have choices. But we but, talked about that before. You could have choices. You just, you I know. could? Malika. How? Yes. Yes, you could. Because you could. You just How? don't make yourself, you don't make yourself available. Just like you say, I look mean and people don't say things. They don't talk to me because I look mean. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't have inviting energy. Like you're always what? You're always you always look like you on a mission. <laughs> like oh, you I'm always got somewhere to go. Okay, I'm not mad at that. I received it. Because I was getting ready to say I am nice. I smile and everybody talks to me, even strangers and homeless people. So it's like, <laughs> what you mean I don't have invited energy? But then you when always you add the I'm on a mission part. Yeah. How can somebody talk to you when you come in through like Sonic? Got it. Yes. Taken. Yes. I received yes. that. <laughs> yes. I received so, that. <laughs> I really feel like I really feel like that is the issue right now in your life. Mm. Time, y'all. Let me tell y'all about me and time. Lord. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but in the- every area time. Ugh. Yeah, it's just not enough hours Ugh. in a day. But and then, but then, look- if I woke up and it was more hours in the day, I would be very alarmed and I would be looking at the sky. So I'm not wishing for more hours in the day. I'm wishing for better time management. Yeah, because you <laughs> always look like you're rushing somewhere, or you're I am always rushing somewhere. Preoccupied with your next thing. I like, am you always preoccupied with my next thing. But you should work on that. <laughs> you should work on your mindfulness and being present. Uh, you're right. Even you're right. when you're moving about. Even when you're moving about. It's so funny you say that, right? Because I remember I was on a date and I was surprising the person. Mm-hmm. We were at dinner and I was surprising them. 
and with like another experience after dinner. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I had to keep on looking at my phone because I was talking to the person that was doing the decorations for the thing. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, damn, this nigga probably think I don't care about nothing he's saying. Wait a minute, Saba, was it like one of them hotel room setup things? Yeah, I did the I damn want thing. one of those. I did the damn thing. It was crazy. <laughs> I never had one of those. I want somebody to do that for neither, me. Neither did they. Neither did they. Though it was cute. It was so cute. It was so freaking cute. It was so Yo. cute. And it was like, so like, I set it up like, we was on the elevator, right? Like, first of all, we had went to the room, and it was like regular, like like a regular hotel room, no decorations, no nothing. We got dressed for dinner, and then we went to dinner, and I had to keep on talking to her, right? Like, yeah. talking to the, the, the event lady. But while I was at dinner, I remember, and he's very attentive. Like, if we're sitting down, like, he's not on his phone, none of that. He's looking at me straight in my face. Like, so I knew that he probably felt like, damn, you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought about that. But, um, but anyway, so we ate dinner, whatever, whatever. We finished. We go back to the room and on the elevator, I was acting like I was like digging in my bag or something, I think. And I like handed him the key, like, hold this bit, you know? And then, so he could open the door. Mm-hmm. To the room yeah and so then when we got there and like he opened it he was like what like what the fuck like what it was so cute it was so good because i want one of those you know how people be like i love laying down i want to be a lay down yeah yeah <laughs> i love hotel rooms i want to be a hotel room set up <laughs> yo Not it me. was great it I was great. To do it that was for great. Me. Like low key, he was like, "I gotta call my mother." Like it was that. What? It was like that. It was like I gotta call my mother. I'm like you what? It's <laughs> and that, the mother is on the east coast. I'm like, it's late as hell. You can't call her right now. You crazy? That's funny. Yeah, I want somebody to see. I want stuff like please that. Kim Kardashian. Me, please. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> please. Girl, Hit my listen. house out with rose petals. Why don't you, girl? Listen, Damn. okay. Those are the things that I want. I also want, you know, just a meaningful relationship. But I want the moon and the stars too, bitch. Like, come on now. Damn I'm it. not mad at that. Like, I want it all, you know. Yeah. And the thing is, um, you know, when you date, like you go on all these dates and you spend time with people, um, but. It's like, I want somebody that wows me, just like I wow people. And so I guess that's like the point I'm at right now. Like, I want to be wowed. I really do. And it's not to say that um, I don't reciprocate, because I do. And I think that now, like, it's this whole conversation around, like, men not wanting to be used. And I mean, it's like a whole bunch of new generation. Like, I'm just, I'm tired of it. But yeah, I like, definitely. I oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't think it's anything wrong with wanting someone to treat you nicely and to do nice things for you. Um, I don't think it's anything wrong with that for for either party. And so, I'm just I'm just tired of the regular, the mediocre. Like, yeah, I think that part of it is that. Um, I, I just think that the way the world is set up right now, there's a lot of new gender roles. And so I think that that plays a part in things. I feel like mm-hmm. men are not 
well, first, if you're dealing with the black community, you know, like our men are at a huge deficit when it comes to financial stability. Yeah. But then that at an advantage when it comes to the percentage of women versus men. Yeah. So they they, so, they have their pick of the litter, of course. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Like they can choose, they can yes. be with whomever they like. And yes. a lot of times, I don't know the particular statistics, black women are out earning black men. So if you're a black woman who wants to date a black man, yes. then, you know, the, the pickings are slim. Yes. Right? But then on top of that, but then you also have, so then you have, there are more women than men. There are more women that are willing to lower their standards. And then there are other women that carry such a masculine energy that they tend to emasculate. So you have like all of these different dynamics. And so I feel like sometimes men are just as confused as we are not making an excuse, but I just think that we all really confused right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like the men are not, you know, like you hear that saying, like men are not being men. And it's like, well, what does that exactly mean? It means that they are not protecting and providing. And so women, they're the presence of the woman being able to just really be the nurturer and follow gets lost because the men are not protecting and providing yeah they don't feel like they have to protect and provide well you don't go through that but as a whole there are a lot of women that are going through that and it's like the reason they feel like they don't have to protect and provide is because black women are earning so much more and they are the protectors look at black lives matter black lives matter that whole first lineup were women yeah there were they it, it wasn't black men yeah. on the front lines black men are supposed to be on the front lines it wasn't black men on the front lines it was black women on the front lines and so we're doing every single position of this life and then it's like and then i'm supposed to listen to you like dog what are you bringing to the table yeah i feel like um i feel like black women innately don't want to be protectors and providers hell no i, don't I feel know. like that have... independent shit i don't know who made that up that's crazy yeah, I feel like we've been forced into those roles. And yes. um, I think that, you know, it, it's, it's really unfortunate that because we've been forced into those roles and then we're looked at as less than because we've taken on those responsibilities. And so Agreed. then black men, not every black man, of course, this is not a blanket statement, but black men tend to look at black women and say, well, I want a soft woman or I want a feminine woman or I want a woman mm-hmm. who's submissive. And it's like, okay, even even like me, for instance, like I'm a single mother. And so I'm a, I'm a divorcee and I'm a single mother. And so I by and large, mostly take care of my children by myself. And so I have to protect, provide, be a mother, do all of these things. And so I don't have the luxury of, meaningless free time I don't have the luxury of um being with a man who's still trying to figure it out I don't have the luxury of being with a man who um has a choice because I don't have a choice 
every day I get up, I got to make it happen. And I have to show up for myself and I have to show up for my children. And so I don't have, even like going on a date with me, it's like on a schedule, you know what I mean? Like I'm not the girl who has access to babysitters and stuff like that. And so, you know, my standards are high and you do have to, um, fit into my schedule or if you have a schedule also then we have to figure it out and so dating poses all of these obstacles because of my station in life and maybe the person who I'm dating because of their station in life and then you add in the fact that I'm forced to be I'm the head of household and so you know everything that has to be taken care of I have to do and so I can't be with a man who doesn't have a um doesn't have leadership qualities or doesn't make me feel safe or I don't feel like he can lead like I don't want to be the one planning all the dates like I don't care if you paying for the date like I want somebody to plan a date like I don't want to do all that all the time I don't mind doing it sometimes but I don't want that to be the norm where I got to plan everything I got to figure out all the details like I would like someone to do those things for me sometimes. And so, you know, it can just get, it can just get exhausting and it can just, you know, and then, yeah, it can just get exhausting. That's I hear you. That's just I, it, child. I also think that too, another part of it is um, with men and their options, um, when they go outside of the culture, because those cultures have not been torn apart through system, systemic racism, yeah, the family structure is different, and so they have more support. So I was talking to a couple of black guys, and they were we were it was they were talking about why they date outside their race, and of course it was like pretty much like black women have daddy issues and this and that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like well someone that is not black, not everybody, again, no blanket statements, but the majority somebody that is not black has more family support than someone who is black when you when you're black a lot of the times 18 you're getting out the house whether that's going out and getting a job or whether that is going off to college that is when that's like the marker for becoming an adult if you are not getting out of the house then you are supposed to bring be bringing something into the household where other ethnicities support you differently. Mm-hmm. If you go off to college, true. when you come back, you have a home. If yeah. you don't go to college, you get a job. That money is for you. It is not for the roof over your head, the food in your stomach. It is for you to figure out. Like it's it's a cushion. It's giving you some independence while you're figuring it out. So yeah. people that are uh, women that are other that are of other races, a lot of times can be with a man that's broke, that's black, because their yeah. family gonna help them out. Yes. <laughs> like let's yeah. just be real with it. Right. Yeah. Whether yeah. that is financial support. Whether that is emotional support, they have the bandwidth. Yeah. We don't necessarily have that because we're working on the third generation of dysfunction. Yeah. Of broken homes. Of And granted, our generation is a generation that led 
because we're in the middle, because we're before and after the internet, we're in the <coughs> middle. And so we got more spiritual um, context. We got more education. We make more money. But we're still coming from the same base, which is families that were torn apart and families that don't have a foundation that really can help you in your adult life. Mm-hmm. And so we it's starting so at how, zero. It's so crazy how all of these things factor into how you choose a partner. Yes. And <clears throat> yes. we have so many things stacked against us yes. before we even get started. Yes. That um it's you rough. Know, it really, it really does um, sway your decision making. It really does sway your decision making. Um, but that's, you know, but I mean, as a, as a real grown adult, you know, I just find that at this stage in my life, I would like the, my bottom line is I would like a beautiful experience. I have a friend who, um, Who's like, you know, if I find a beautiful experience, like he doesn't say if I find a woman who I like or he's like, you know, if it's a beautiful experience, like I want the experience to be beautiful for both of us, not just for one of us. And that is like where I met with it. Like, And I also think that but I also think that that is another thing. I think that men have been able to be more selfish than ever before because the ratio of men to women, no matter what race, like mm-hmm. just men, just women to men, the ratio is so much greater with women that they have been able to become lovers of themselves. Yeah. And so it's not about the love and respect that you would get from a partner and making her your partner and make building a family and building a relationship. It's like, well, I like this and she doesn't have that. So blah. And I like this and she, Oh, well, I can just have all of them because they all bring something to the table. That's different. And it's like, wow, that's really messed up. (laughs) That's really rough, you know? And that's not to say that there are not any beautiful black men out there. That's not to say that there aren't any black men that aren't that are not looking for the same things that we're talking about, you know what I mean? But th- there is a, it the, the margin is pretty small. Yeah, it yeah. is. But I don't, I, I haven't lost hope though. I will and I don't it. think we should though. I think that's the other part. I think that the flip side of that is, so, you know, it's like this thing where it's like, yes, we have the statistics in front of you, but miracles happen every day. Yeah, so what do we it's keep like saying? That. Million dollars, a million dollars, a million dollars, a million dollars. Listen, y'all, my manifestation, my manifestation game is crazy, but I didn't get, I didn't manifest. Well, I kind of did, but I need lump sum, definitely yeah. in my life, definitely. But I need it like in one lump. Like I need to be able to look at my bank, and be like, oh yeah, that's that. Okay, that's. Um, but yeah, so I feel like miracles happen, you know, and I feel like. Once you put it in the world, then that's when you give it the energy to come back to you. So you want a beautiful experience. You want it to be beautiful for both of you. You want to be swept off your feet. And I wish that for you. I wish that for our audience. And no matter what race you are. Do you wish that for yourself? (laughs) Yes, I was getting ready to say, I wish that for myself. And I wish that for my listeners that already have a beautiful experience, that you receive one. 
you know, and that if you do already have a beautiful experience that you teach others about your experience so that they too can feed off of that energy and have it as well. That's what I wish for everybody. Yes. Ashe. Amen. <laughs> I mean, and so it is. <laughs> yeah. And we just gonna, since we said we were tired, we got it out there. So now we don't say that anymore. Yeah. Yep. So now we say you- we understand why we're tired. We dissected it and we're gonna do what we can to be different. Yeah. And that's what we rolling with. And you're gonna look like you have time. <laughs> I'm gonna look like I have time. You're gonna look like you're in the present. I'm gonna slow up. Yes, slow down. Because I definitely be moving like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, you do. You love referencing Sonic. <laughs> I love Sonic the Hedgehog. He's my favorite. Oh my <laughs> you remember I used to watch that all the time? Yes, I remember. I used to watch Sonic and Animaniacs, and she thought I was so weird. Well, you know, Malika. I was kind of older, I guess, yeah. Yes, I, was, I was weird. I'm fine with that. That's I'm cool. okay. Like, I've been weird all my life, and I'm okay with it. Okay. People don't understand how I'm okay with it. That's the part that really trips people up. Okay. Well, I know you're okay with it, and I'm okay with it, too. That's so nice. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girl. Girl. Did we do it right? <laughs>